Continuing in the halachot of Kedushat Beit HaKneset, we're in Yelkut Yosef, Siman Kuf Nun Aleph. Halacha ravachat biyadinu shasur li kanes ha-bet ha-kneset la-bet ha-midrash kedel katsel ha-darko. The halacha is that you're not allowed to enter a Beit Kneset or Beit Midrash to use as a shortcut. Ve-afilim ho-lech le-dvar mitzvah, even if you're going for a dvar mitzvah, en la-tir le-katsel ha-darko al-edei sh'over derech Beit ha-kneset. You shouldn't, you should not shorten your path Shorten your distance by walking through a Beit Knesset. And even if you pause for a few moments there and say a parak of Tehilim or uh, think some Divrei Torah, that's still not allowed. The only time they allowed such a thing was if you needed to get somebody out of the Beit Knesset. So when you show up inside, um, you can say a parak of Tehilim or a pasuk and then uh, walk out. Uh, the intention here matters. If the intention is just to call somebody from the Beit Knesset, so that's one thing. If the intention is to shorten, to shorten the distance, so that seems to be more of a problem. Um, and even reading a pasuk or parak doesn't allow such a behavior. However, you walk into the Beit Knesset not for shortening, not for shortening. Uh, the distance. And so there has multiple exits, and you want to exit, so you have to figure out what you're going, where you're going next. You can exit from the exit that actually makes it a shorter distance. So that's, that's acceptable. It's the intention that a person has when they walked in. That's the issue. If possible, you can come from one entrance and, uh, and exit from a different uh, exit, not from the same, to show that you're walking around the Beit Knesset, you enjoy being there. It's not appropriate to walk into a shul to uh, to not get rained on if it's raining outside. But if somebody's learning Torah outside and suddenly it starts raining, and so now he can't learn and he needs to get inside to protect himself from getting wet in his frame and be able to learn, that's acceptable. On Similarly, so when it is raining, you have to make sure that you don't walk in with mud and dirt on your feet because you'll make the shul dirty. You shouldn't come into a bikinessa dirty. There's a certain level of kavod that a person has to have when they enter um, when they enter a and not to be uh, dirty. On a different note, you don't bring a body or a corpse or, a, or a, an aron of a mate into a Beit HaKnesset, all a Beit HaMidrash. Even to put, it, to put the aron, put or in Eretz without an aron, to put the person there, the body there, uh, where that person used to give Roshot, in order to give Hespedim. We don't bring bodies, we don't bring even for a funeral, we don't bring the body into the Beit Knesset or into the Beit Midrash. We only allow it for the Gedolei Ador, but otherwise we do not. The challenge is that every yeshiva considers their Rosh Yeshiva to be the Gedolei Ador, and so in many, many yeshivot, indeed, if the Rosh Yeshiva, Rahman al passes away, they do bring the body into the Beit Midrash, um, but otherwise... Uh, otherwise, it's uh, not appropriate to do so. We don't bring bodies into a bit can or bit midrash. Similarly, we don't uh, even if the body is outside. You don't put in a sefer Torah 
on top of the aron or on top of the body. If he wrote Sfarim, then you can put his Sfarim there. That's considered to be Kavod. That's not for to be buried. It's just as a symbol of who this person was to help people understand who it was. But uh, it's a Zilzul and a Kavod of a Sefer Torah uh, to do something like that. Have a wonderful day.